Hi, this is Chinmaya, and this is the Seaward Engineer podcast series. I'm the Seaward Engineer. So I have an awesome guest with me, uh, Vikas Badegar. Uh, he is uh, founder and editor of Faces of Bengaluru, and he was also an HR professional. New HR profession eagle idhi ra, so ego bitti idhi ra. I am killed that. ಮಾಡ್ತಿದ್ದೆಂಟೀನ್ I mean, a lot of people have a misconception about what an HR does. So, yeah. I think we go long back. Uh, we worked on a pilot for Metro Saga and unfortunately it got dropped. Yeah. See, we help such such companies, right? We help them decide what not to do. Yeah. So, so <laughs> we are awesome that way. So, it's it's fine. And I, I think I'm glad that, you know, uh, someone else picked it up and, you know, the way it has gone viral. was really really good so yes yes uh, kudos to them kudos yeah, to them i mean uh, users only see that creative part of them but they are 100% corporate the how the how things are run in metro saga uh, it was i mean a different experience back then yeah i mean b- back then it was different but again now i mean you like an organization or a media outlet will not remain the same way right like it changes over time Yeah. Uh, it changes with trends and that's how media works so now eshte helodru avak chanagittu ivak chanagilla andre it is because it's against what we think it is so ashte no, no, no. i mean they have grown a lot and yeah definitely uh, really, definitely i really appreciate their journey Until yeah uh, yeah uh, at least i think i'm i'm a big fan of uh, work from home videos um, yep. what puneet did was brilliant i think he took uh, his mono acting skills to the next level so i don't know one of my favorites that slang that he used i yes. mean i don't know if it is a slang i think it's natural to us but it was so uh, head on yeah. and perfect yeah it, it naturally comes to him because i am sure he is a fan of ravichandran as well a bit of his tongue has come in if yeah. you, uh, you know keenly observe dikhe ad bandirodu plus me say no ashte and all these things small small yeah. things that are there yeah of course he looks like ravichandran because of his yeah. Yeah. and uh, sorry that we had a lot of scheduling issues before this uh, i think because you know my intern was supposed to do this and okay. uh, she is unfortunately institutionalized okay uh, sorry oh. for that i mean no uh, problem <laughs> and how is she now it's a very uh, weird story uh, okay. she came to me last week that she's arranging for her marriage she's quite young and i was shocked i mean why are you getting married so early it is yeah. you know you still have a lot to enjoy in life yeah. and then like uh, okay then i asked her are you working for this podcast now or uh, what you are like you are quitting and she passed me a list of guests that she was working uh, she told me uh she was you know trying her uh, level best to invite these people to her wedding and at the same time for podcast as well i oh. saw this list and okay. i saw abd kohli okay. washington okay, okay. man that whole rcb was in that list and i asked her, why are you inviting rcb again and again we are nobody and uh, they won't come here 
and ah. she told me she was inviting them for her marriage she was uh, she was hallucinating i guess uh, okay. she thought she was getting married to padikkal okay oh okay was <laughs> that all this was running in a dream okay i think padikkal liked one of her uh, posts something okay. so okay. she was like you know went to this uh, conclusion that uh, he is uh, going to marry her okay and then i had to call her parents and uh, you know tell about her condition okay somehow they had to you know institutionalize in some uh, some psychiatric ward i don't know let her get well soon yeah uh, i hope she gets well soon and i hope <laughs> she realizes it is possible but highly unlikely i think that's the term maybe even i was uh, you know hallucinating back then uh, they had to give me horse tranquilizer okay <laughs> i thought i was some uh, you know fart man and uh, trying to fly by lighting up my fart it's oh nice like... <laughs> hey, hey, that that actually that actually can be a superpower i'm not even kidding because that actually no it, it will work in some anime but not in real yeah, life not yeah. in real life but of course but it exists right even now i don't have any substance addiction so without okay. any substance i'm hallucinating now so that my mind will make something up so. that's a very good defense mechanism i'll be very honest it's a very good defense mechanism no, no, not even no no it uh, it requires some serious help like uh, i had gone on a date with a psychiatrist and uh, she told okay. me i need some behavioral cognitive therapy and just then like broke up with me let's not meet again so th- that was technically a consultation i don't know it was free though <laughs> okay i was uh, going through your faces of bangalore so this faces of bangalore is uh, like it started out as a photo series i think now it has grown to something more now yeah uh, i see the documentation of uh, human lives from the city of bengaluru yeah basically there are stories of uh, success stories of losses uh, stories of survival basically yeah yeah uh, you were an hr professional and now you have grown into something more you are helping the humanity with the stories that you share yeah. is that a growth that you wished for or it's something that happened organically this term is something that i heard uh, from elon musk uh, it's called wishful thinking right like uh, you you wish for something and you want everything to be aligned towards it and you kind of escape reality it was partly that i'll be very honest because i, I also wanted this to work this is working but also not monetarily beneficial as an organization unless and until you monetize your interviews you monetize things around that that and that's that's a huge ethical problem for me yes. uh, at least for me i don't know of other people i'm sure there are other pages that do that who would take money or it's just a pet project for them it's not a mainstream project but that's the decision i made and of course i have to live with the consequences right so it's something that i didn't plan for i didn't wish for like that the growth that happened at fob was this way i took it as and when it came even with the documentaries that we shot it was not a planned one it was when i realized that okay this story has not been told okay and that's when i decide to um, uh, you know take it take it up so i think this is something that uh, i want people to read i want people to you know listen to so it's a mixture of that as well as what people want to read that's where i think finding the middle ground is for me personally i have been at a very low point of my life uh, like few months back okay. and as i was going okay. through the stories there i felt yeah. this is nothing what i'm going through is nothing 
so there are people who have gone through worse faced worse and how bounced back and they have proven it again each and yeah. every story how human kind is very yeah. resilient and yeah. hope i guess and definitely uh, they will make this uh, world a better place definitely see i think what what one as much as people might deny i think internet is an amazing place and yes. uh, more so social media social media is working more than um <laughs> the bbmp to get in bed to yeah. get in uh, injections yes like if this pandemic had happened let's say in 1920s there would have been at least five times the deaths that's happening right now it has really bridged the gap i mean it has brought uh, yeah it is closer yeah so and coming to the uh, the question that you asked about how you know humans have been resilient i think we all at different level go through problems see for you you know uh, for an example of course it's not a personal attack please don't no, mind no, no. um for you going going on a date okay. is a really really big problem <laughs> yeah for me getting paid for my work is a really big problem yes so th- these are different problems that we face anything apart from that is not priority yes, for everyone their own problem is a huge one they are not yeah so i think that's where one question that i ask myself as well whether this person's story is like i don't oversend you know romanticize pain or motivation i don't do that whether their story will resonate with the people is what i ask myself whoever i'm talking to and few stories that i think would do well wouldn't few stories that i think wouldn't do well would do really really well like story of sairam chat yeah um it's a really really good place in malayalam the chats people have eaten there from the age of 10 to the age of 40 this is the kind of people who go there and eat chat almost mm. every single day and the fact yes. that no one asked i mean i'm sure people would have asked him but no one asks his story the person who runs it i would say bad from our end because you should be having conversations with someone who you've done business with for these many years right at least once yeah. and when i spoke to me he said idella yaar kelta sir namge eno uta kotraitu chats kotraitu idenella yaar keltare new way first one keltare that's somewhere i step in and realize that okay this is someone uh, i think his story is worth it uh, so who are we to judge this story is good or this is yeah. bad i mean each story yeah. is thing that is personal to them it's yeah. there and we are nobody to judge that and you have you know without yeah. anything like you said without romanticizing the stories i think that's what we need now basically when people are going yeah. behind the instant gratification and glory yeah. i think this is what we yeah. need that uh, you know neutrality yeah. see you know that's a decision right like Yeah. um as an organization if i look at it like i could have easily picked up on trends and made stories around that and gotten a few more followers at that point of time but that's a decision i made that you know there are people to do that already i don't want to be in that rat race if i wanted to do that i would have opened up a news agency and you know made sure it ran well yes the idea is to take to something which not a lot of people will go for because it's not about competition but it's about going with my own pace i don't want to be part of the rat race simple as that yeah let us go back before sure. you started the phases of bengaluru you were also a yeah. photographer you worked with major directors yeah i think you were a photographer in the sets of chamak chamak yes so i see a growth curve yeah. here yeah so from the photography of celebrities and the whole film thing yeah. you then move on to capture 
the life itself yeah. it's not everyone can do after getting a solid paycheck working for a corporate yeah i'll i'll tell you why so okay i think that was a decision i made because see i was part of that movie purely purely because it was sunisar and it was you know a couple of friends of mine who were writing the movie like it just happened it was an opportunity that that came in and i yeah. took it up but i think technicians on a whole are not exactly celebrated as much as they should be yes very and much I- yeah and at least here and that's a really really sad space to be in it has nothing to do with what i've studied or what i work apart from that yeah. technicians like as much as you know in terms of let's say development of an app as much as uh, front end is important back end is important as well and why people start with back end is purely because that's what runs the show yeah if there's no back end then there's no front end at all right so that's the same way with technicians and actors technicians are the back end like and you can show it as much pretty as you want but your back end is really like if you're not treating that well then it doesn't matter what i was in the industry for some time i was a yeah. vfx like, supervisor yeah. again the work we put in we were not comp- uh, we were not compensated yeah. it doesn't give a motive to contribute much i mean you've done all those but end of the day you come back here with the purpose <laughs> to build right the purpose to build the purpose <laughs> that's to... what my shrink is saying now yeah exactly so <laughs> i mean not that way <laughs> 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 not that way most people uh, go with the wrong priorities to the industry henge andre you want to do something good in kannada cinema anta hogodu no mine was nothing like that i will be very Allah. frank no, no I, i mean that's yeah, why i, I mean, said most of the people what you are saying is like you know yeah maybe majority of them yeah majority of them it See, makes sense my, uh, yeah but, but my point is i will is, tell about myself i am you know yeah. i didn't understand what i was studying in engineering seriously okay okay I didn't have a clue what I'm doing. Okay. Uh, this was uh, editing and VFX was something. Okay, I was fascinated with, but I wasn't okay. into it very seriously. Okay. Uh, then uh, I met uh, Raghu Wine Store, uh, Raghu Gowda. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's how you know the uh, research went on from one video okay. to end, and I pulled off it. Okay. Then slowly, once I got out of the engineering college and I worked. a job a very serious yeah. corporate job yeah i realized okay this is tough man this environment is toxic let yeah. me i have some time let me yeah. uh you know try to pursue this passion it was sure. very fish reason not some betterment of film industry or nothing yeah but and maybe that was my downfall i went there and i saw this is also nothing yeah and i came back to the solid paycheck that i was getting yeah 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 that's true i see that again like you try something like the whole point is moderation right you yeah. as much as you you want your creative side also to grow it's not only your professional side and if both are the same then nothing yeah. like it yes so that's the point but also i mean coming back to uh, the experience side of it at chama uh, mm. i personally had a brilliant time to be honest you understood that i was ill treated no it's not about me mm. but most mm. of the technicians there like mm-hmm. and that's consistent everywhere yes. i wasn't ill treated i it wasn't about me they paid me well they paid me enough i was offered the next movie as well but then i had different goals yes. with what i wanted to do what i'm doing here in the movies would hinder that that's the reason just parted ways that's it and i'm still like i'm still in touch with suni sir that way yes. uh, and both of the writers like i'm sure you know venki 
yeah yeah i know yari unanno again say yeah. that's not the issue but you know again like on a whole on a general that's how yeah. it's there so and that's that's something that i thought was not good so coming to the hr concept yeah. Yeah. yeah human resource management yeah yeah i believed and still i believe that yeah. it is really you know trying to decide what i have to feed the cattle so that i will get more milk um see it's it's partially true i'll not i'll not deny that i will rub off many audiences uh, you know not in a right way but i had some very bad relationship with hrs maybe it was intrinsic to me nothing yeah. no nothing it wasn't very public it was something a battle that was going inside me oh hrs okay. they hate them <laughs> yeah Sorry, I, I, i totally understand that hey see, yeah. that's totally understandable i think i'll i'll give you an instance of my first week at an organization i'll not mention which okay. for obvious reasons yeah yeah um first week joining the organization i was given a particular business i was part of the recruitment team so hr has different sides of it right uh, employee relations uh, recruitment is the first part employee yes. employee relations and business partner is a second yeah uh, lnd is the third and the fourth one is uh, generalist which take care of your exit interviews so on and so forth yeah. and you know some organizations add in payroll as part of hr but the mm. technically not so these are different sides of hrs so i was part of the recruitment process so uh, first week i was given a business and i had to talk to a few people who were supposed to join the organization but were delayed for different reasons and i had to speak to them and tell them that hey this is the reason it's been delayed we'll talk to you soon yeah this organization is huge is uh, very big on if the documentation if the bgv is cleared only then the person will be onboarded it's very different with different organizations at least yeah. this organization was very big on that and the yeah. person didn't have a um, a degree certificate yeah um he only had uh, his uh, pdc which wasn't clear enough because he it was pretty old already okay. probably 5 6 years old and he didn't have his degree certificate okay. so um he one day like i spoke to him the previous day next day he comes to office he requests to talk to me Mm-hmm. um i go and i go in and sit and you know listen to his problems i understand that like he hasn't joined the organization after being selected for two months uh, it was two months since they were also waiting for the document and he also hadn't given it two months is a long time i'm sure you understand yeah, when, yeah. when i mean i when i didn't have a job two months is a very long time and for someone who's desperate to join an organization because of the money right it makes you do things he started getting angry he said i'm from shishadipuram college don't know who i am you don't know what all i can do to get this job so on and so forth <laughs> and to an extent where it became a huge huge fight okay i didn't tell him where i was from of course i wouldn't but <laughs> fact that he could do that and then once he goes out <laughs> he calls again and he says that he's going to give a complaint okay at the police station okay this was the Hello. first week at my organization but the point is we are the first point of contact for any candidate who's yes. who's selected yeah, now when you say this the hardships you're facing i mean i feel bad now because you know i kind of i kind of developed this sick habit where i'm trying yeah. to get revenge against hrs from various companies uh, yeah i mean that's that's true see i'll i'll, I'll also be honest like if hrs uh, what you're telling about candidate experience uh, i mean that's the term we use i'll be very honest it is very ideal in different countries but in india because of the scale of people yeah. here very tough i'll tell you um for a 
business consultant role in probably Europe in the whole of Europe I'm talking about okay for one role you mm. probably would get 300 to 500 applications mm. which is okay for the mm. whole of Europe in okay. India itself you get 800 to 900 applications for oh, one wow. business consultant role all these things come into a factor mm. like you can't just send for every single this one you can't send a generic response right that won't yes, make yes. sense i have been at this point now like i get some multiple uh, interview calls now yeah so i was at that point where uh, they used to just ghost me out like uh, we will get yeah. back and then nothing from them yeah so now just for the sake of getting revenge against this yeah. whole hr community i yeah. go to the interview yeah. i spend some time going to the interview yeah ask them a lot of questions yeah and then come to that management round right it happens yeah. at the end yeah i yeah. asked yeah i even uh, you know get through that yeah and then i will tell them i will get back to you like i nice. tell them i will get yeah back nice to you. <laughs> yeah, i'm sure i mean we've all done that see that's the uh, that's the uh, that's the point of power play right like if you uh, if you know how to do that like then you you'd be sorted so yes then I, i then i like never call them back or mail yeah. them and do not receive their call it goes both ways like it's it's not only you would be doing that it's not only the hrs would be doing that i'm sure it goes both ways it's fine i mean i'll be honest it's frustrating from my end as well that's the con of you know being a part of corporate job also i hope none of my hrs or managers hear this podcast um, i hope they do so they can pick up the feedback and not do anything to you why i have this uh, you know very bitter relationship with hr is my first company they advocated a lot about mental health and the whole welfarement of the employees yeah and then the next week they release a circular of the performance evaluation <laughs> tell about mental health and uh, everything and then the next yeah. week they release a circular about you know evaluation yeah. and then anonymized feedback from your team members yeah see if they were open about it okay i know this guy is hating me but yeah. why do you want to make it anonymous then i will hate yeah. everybody i can't trust any <laughs> see the fight between uh, you know businesses are very very common i i remember um, the stand up by anirbandas gupta um, okay. uh, who um, you know where they went out on a team outing they were like play antakshari with the finance team and he was like why would i play antakshari with him i would rather play wwf because i i'd want when i see them i'd want to hit them So, <laughs> so that's that's very common, right? Just like him, I was waiting for my exit interview to you know shout at them. You know they took a coward way out. They sent me a Google sheet as an okay. exit interview okay. and select uh, from uh, pre-prepared uh, choices. But they were designed in such a way that they are explicitly boring, and I will not okay. go to them and just you know tick them blindly. so they can tell the leadership that yeah this guy didn't fill it right so the data is uh, you know not usable so they never got my feedback and uh, i never got opportunity to shout at them that's what i'm trying to tell right like as much as we'd want to change things the problem with with organizations that have moved operations here is they want smooth running of it because we are dependent on the hq yeah headquarters is somewhere else yeah. so what yeah. we will do is everything to please them it has nothing to do with westernization it has nothing to do with uh, you know if there were if there were companies from dubai as well we would do the same because we need them yep i think it is same everywhere uh, everywhere yeah so please the honor yeah yeah so uh, it's but 
it's more democratized at other countries because the well-being of people is really really important because the people are less so it comes back to the scale of mm-hmm. number of people we have here like uh, you also have a great documentary series coming up that is a kathagala kanive and uh, yep. it has the teaser of it was excellent more than teaser uh, the story that it was telling it was heart touching yeah. uh, the perspective to it was something really important i mean i, I don't know about the execution because uh, i never planned for it okay um, so i don't know how it will be as an end product but uh, for me i don't want it to win awards and all that stuff i want it to you know make conversations happen the whole premise behind this was to talk about why there are no um trans photographers trans videographers trans producers producers being anyone behind the camera okay any narrative that's been told about a trans person has been yeah. shot either by a male or a female more so male photographers even the trans roles that you see in movies yeah. played by men front of the screen they have more visibility i i will give that they have been getting more visibility i can't say they have more visibility but behind the scenes like technicians or at least photographers uh, mm-hmm. from my perspective none i don't know anyone like yeah. someone recently spoke about uh, a trans photographer but i can't even remember their name right now right but if you yeah. ask me photographers from bangalore male or female i can give you names like at least 10 yeah the point the whole premise of this documentary is to make conversations happen about this why yeah. aren't there more trans photographers trans videographers yes. and why isn't their narrative being told why is it only a male or a female's narrative being told is that is a serious question and we yeah. really need to think about it that's the whole um point that we want to focus on on this documentary a note to the listeners please uh, look up faces of bengaluru and uh, uh, go to the stories yeah uh, just check out the documentary the trailer is on youtube if you uh, go and search for faces of bengaluru on youtube you'll be able to find the documentary trailer so please watch it yes uh so because uh, i know that this is a time of uncertainty a lot yeah. of uh, you know newses of death newses of sickness yeah, yeah. and a lot of helplessness and yeah. at this time uh, you took some time to be here thank you yeah. very much thank you so much for doing this uh, i think this um, was engaging and refreshing probably one of the best podcasts that i've done i am sure i'll recommend this to a lot of more people